Your greatest moment in life, defining moment in life, is before you. You are, you are not finished. You're not finished. You just begun. It's not over until God says it's over. So don't be lukewarm, double-minded, and looking back. Get all excited because everything is, everything is on time. Everything is on time. You hear me? Everything is on time. He will make all things work for the good of them that love God. He will turn your ashes of a failure, of a disappointment, of a disillusionment, and turn it into something beautiful. Something beautiful. I said, He's going to give you beauty for ashes. So we, we are just so blessed. There is nothing to, to, to be anxious about. You just walk in the Spirit and you'll do it all right. We have a pastor that has come in from Malaysia that's meeting with Dr. Mawiri and they are sharpening iron together. This with me in the studio is Pastor Noel Ha from Malaysia, Senior Pastor of All Nations Church. We're blessed to have you here. If you don't mind, I just want you to greet the people and I want you to open us in prayer as we get ready to talk today. Please, Good morning, pastor. everybody. Shall we pray? Please. Father, we just thank you that we are able to gather in your presence in this time or hour of the day. Mm. We commit our lives to you. Let our ears hear your voice. Yes. And Lord, we just guide us every day in all things. We give thanks in your name we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you for that. I appreciate you being here with us in the studio. Amen. Dr. Maurice told me a little bit about your life, but the people haven't heard it. So I want you to go back and tell a little bit about your life story, uh, how you came to know Christ, uh, where you've been, uh, mm. just, just whatever the Spirit leads you to tell us. Okay. Um, I got saved. I was born a Catholic, and I got saved uh, when I was studying in Australia. And uh, it was in a university where I saw uh, get engaged with God. It's true. And... Somebody reached out to me and asked me about scriptures and said that you got to be saved, you need to be born again. So I challenged them with the scriptures, mm -hmm. and I know a bit of the scriptures, but the answers they gave to me wasn't too convincing in a way. So then I sort of uh, searched myself and searched God and studied the scriptures mm -hmm. and allowed uh, to see what I could understand. But of course, not being born again, you will not be able to understand. But you understand intellectually. Amen. So by then, uh, I guess I um, had an encounter with God as a student. And I believe that uh, that encounter really changed my life. Was um, We had our results out, and I, and I didn't do too, too well. And I was mad with God after being Christian. Mm -hmm. And all the, what I call, um, prior to that, uh, I had no problem with studies. So I just said, why can't I become a believer or when, when a haywire? So I was sort of uh, walking past through uh, the uni campus, and uh, I was sort of boiling hot in my, my heart, anger. Uh -huh. And I was uh, walking, and then I sort of swore you know, all the French words that you can speak, you know, speak it to us, directive to the Lord, and I said, uh, I said, uh, you, you say, a lot of you as Christians do not understand the Bible and just very experiential and they don't study. So I said, it's so easy to deceive. 
I say, oh, well, I'm, I'm on a journey to, to deceive them yeah, because they don't study. You know? mm. They just experience. And then after that, I said, oh, if you are so great, God, high and mighty, so why don't you just come down from your great white throne? Mm -hmm. uh, in Australia, white throne is the toilet bowl. Mm -hmm. so, from, <laughs> mm. so I was a bit, yeah, cross the line. So I just asked him, and I'll challenge you, have a hand-to-hand -hand combat, and don't use your superpowers, man-to-man. -man. If you come as a son of man, fight man-to-man. -man. So I, I did mm. that, I challenged him, because of my background, and I said, even if I can't win you, well, I, I for sure will give a list of punch to you. And all of a sudden, uh, it was a whirlwind. There were dry leaves. Mm -hmm. and, then, and out of dry leaves, it saw like a wind that came and piled them up right in front of my eyes. And a voice came and said, uh, humble thyself, son. Mm. And I thought it was a speaker. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it was, it was playing up a trick on me, but it wasn't. And the voice was firm. The voice was uh, strong, but yet it was fatherly. Yes. I ran. You ran? Yeah, I, I was playing rugby and I had a busted knee and I had wrap up here. Mm -hmm. And then um, I ran. And then a friend of mine said, where are you running? I said, just get out of my way, you know. I ran to my room. I slipped into a sleeping bag, zip it up, hide under the bed until many hours until I got soaking wet in my sleeping bag. Mm -hmm. So I get out of my sleeping bag, put my hands up, scared to look through the window. So then I knelt down and repent. Thank you, Jesus. And confessed. And after that, I came to know, to know the Lord, and I said, Lord, send me whenever you want me to send me. Mm. So I believe that was my beginning of my walk with God. Because I was, sorry? I want to stop you a minute. I want yeah. to go back to something you said, and I want you to, I, I want to make sure I understand for the people, and then I want you to clarify. You said something about a lot of the people today just go to church to go to church, but they really don't get anything out of it. I know we see that here in America. Dr. Maury talks about, mm. he uses a term called the chosen frozen, the people that are in yeah, church, yeah. but they're frozen. Do you see that in, no, in, I, I in your see area that. also? I see as a, and in even those days and today, I've seen it not changes. A lot of Christians don't really study the Bible mm -hmm. and very waffle and interpret according to what they want to interpret and believe what they want to interpret, what it is. So it's easy. So for me, I go to details. So it's easy to converse with them and say anything that is palatable to them. Yes, sir. And easily deceived. So I see they are not grounded. So when you challenge them level one, level two, they just say, well, I just believe. I just have faith. I just pray. Mm -hmm. To me, it's too generic answer. It's not definite. So that causes me to, and also the lifestyle. And I look at that even when I pray to get safe. Mm -hmm. So those things, I, I question in my mind. So, so I became, when I make, so that caused me to, to think a lot about how we live our lives. It's very important. Yes, sir. And also how we study the Word of God is this what, is what God says. Mm -hmm. It's not someone else say it. Mm. And, and because you do not know, and very few people say, sorry, I do not know the scriptures, I'll go back and study. But rather people try to be a preacher, a teacher, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. 
So it's not being judgmental, but it's just that that's why the whole teaching is, mm -hmm. or rather the atmosphere it is. Yeah, for my time, until today, I see it's still the same in mm -hmm. a way. Yeah. Tell me, when did you first hear of Dr. Mawiri? Uh, how you met him? When did all that take place? I I came here Fort Worth, 2018. 2010. Okay. Yeah, I was invited by a very good friend of mine, Senior Albert Wee, Tiong Hao. Mm -hmm. He's a senior pastor of Christian Mission, a very good friend of mine. Uh, he came, he invited me to just just follow him and and let and get to know to see how Dr. Robert Mary is and also his business. So as a friend. So I said okay. So I had no agenda. Mm -hmm. So I came here for four days. So during that duration of time, I didn't talk to Dr. Robert at all. It's only when I went to his church uh, that evening, he just pointed his hand, what is, what is Nepal has to do with you? So we talked. I said, okay. Hmm. So, uh, so Nepal was, I was doing something in Nepal. Mm -hmm. And then that was the only time I had a talk with him. And the second time was having a dinner with him. And I met his sons, uh, two of them, sitting next to me. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so when then we came to my church, uh, I think it was the year after, year after that. Just, Dr. Mawiri came to Malaysia, to your church? Yeah, okay. and then he came to Singapore. Okay. And then I went down to Singapore again. Uh, Dr. Uh, Elder Wee asked me to have a, have a chat. And then he came over. And he was in my church for three days, mm -hmm. two nights, and we organized a seminar. Mm -hmm. And there were a few people, well, favorite people turned up. And after that, um, he went home and and I attended his of uh, then the Singaporean churches organized uh, what to call uh, every Saturday class. Mm -hmm. So he invited me to join and my church joined and we just sat down and listened to it. And uh, yeah, that's how we started. And then first session, second session, yeah. Did you always... Uh have a heart or a study uh, the whole time you were in school for eschatology, for understanding the last days, or has that only been since you met Dr. Mawiri, or? No, I, I'm, uh, I came from a church that's, um, my previous, first church was AOG Church up in Melbourne. Assembly of God. Yeah. Okay. And then I joined Waverly Christian Fellowship, mm -hmm. which is under Kevin J. Connor. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's my spiritual father who married me off. He mm -hmm. passed on a few years back. And I was, a, and it was there that taught me about studying the word. Mm. So he inspired me, and yeah, we know about the last days, but because it's a very complex and very, I would say, different. Have everybody have a different perspective? So I'm more into, I said, doctrine and theology, mm -hmm. uh, but eschatology. My own understanding is, when he comes, I just make sure I'm ready. <laughs> Amen to Everybody that. Everybody said prostrate, mid-trip, pastrate, Bible trip. Yes. And I, I mean, I, I won't get caught into that, but at the end of the day, it's my daily walk we got. Mm -hmm. And that's what Kevin Connor taught us always. He said, you know, yes, we can have max, um, what I call, understanding to a certain level, but it's a book that's complex. But of course, most important, that, as Paul says, and so the gospel said, we need to walk with him on a daily basis and mm -hmm. carry a cross and deny ourselves. So that would be my theology of it, and whatever is said before me, I know he's coming. Amen. Uh, when he comes or not, then the urgency is that way. We, whether we hear, as I said in John 10, if we are a shepherd, if he's our shepherd, 
first he's our doorkeeper, mm. but we hear his voice. And then the word itself, when he calls us out of darkness in Peter, the actual word calling out, it says he's calling us by name. Yes. So I want him to call me by name when he comes. <laughs> I say amen to that. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, this is this what, yeah. Um, you're here now in Fort Worth. You yeah. uh, came in a few days ago. Yep. And uh, what's, uh, what's the primary reason you came on this trip? Yeah, just to sit down and came over to, to talk to Dr. Robert Mary about a few things to mm -hmm. discuss how to move forward. Yeah, that's about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Has it been fruitful? Yeah, been good. Very good. Every day is a new day and new things happen and, yeah, unfolding of truth and things. Yeah, it's good. All right. Very encouraging, yeah. Um, I want to get into a few of the things. Mm-hmm that the Bible says is going to happen in these last days, mm -hmm. that Dr. Mawiri prophesies will happen in these last days. Mm -hmm. And I want to know your thoughts on them, okay? So, for instance, mm -hmm. the Bible says that the enemy is alive and well, that he's a deceiver. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. I, I know you believe in that. Mm -hmm. What do you think about, what do you think is the deceptions that are going to happen. Second Thessalonians 2, 3 says that there'll be a massive falling away, that he will deceive many in these days. What do you think that means? What are some of the deceptions that you think are going to happen? I guess it's one deception will come from the house. A house means from, from within. If you want to destroy any empire or any corporation, it has to come from within. And that, You're talking about within the church, oh, Pastor? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Yeah, because if any infiltration militarily-wise Tactically, you think it's not going to come from outside. Yes. The outside is just, but it's from the inside out. Mm -hmm. So, if you look at Paul, the way he write, writes, and I think he says in Second Timothy chapter three verse one, he says, "The perilous time will come." Yes, it does. He, he tells us to watch out. And by the key verse, he says, I think if I can recall, Second uh, Timothy, he says that, but know this, you know. I mean, in other words, do you know the knowledge? Do you have knowledge? Do you have understanding? Mm -hmm. That prelates time will come. And the word prelates times also reflects the same word it used in Matthew 8 where it talks about the demonic. So it's not a time where, you know, we feel pressured by whatever COVID-19 is, the Ukraine war is beyond it. There's a demonic uh, activities going around us. Mm -hmm. So we are not to get caught in, in that mess. So I would say the first thing I would say in the, the deception would be first is, is do we know the time we are in? A lot of us, we understand the time and then we can quote scriptures, but do we leave that with knowing that it is perilous time? And it says in 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, where the scriptures, uh, Peter, uh, Timothy, Timothy, Paul tells him about 19 characteristics that's going to come out in these days. Mm -hmm. And in 1 Timothy 4, verse 1, there are nine characters of the last days of this Paris time. Mm -hmm. So you look at that characteristic, it's like a checklist. Mm -hmm. Drunkenness, boasters. Mm -hmm. So those are checklists that you can see from, you can level 1 to 1 to 10. And those are enough to give you the landscape. Mm -hmm. You, I, I know you go around the world and you see some different things. In, in America, uh, you're talking about in, in, in Timothy, both First and Second Timothy, that it talks yeah. about perilous times will come. It goes on to list a lot of the things that are going to happen in these yeah. last days. We're seeing 
I think nearly everything listed in the Bible, we're seeing it here in America. different uh, uh, sexual uh, uh, immorality and different things, uh, people falling away, people following false prophets and everything. Do you see that at home and also in yeah. your travels around the world? Is it going on over there also? Yeah, in Malaysia, in Asia, yeah, it's everywhere. You got YouTube, you got access to internet. So there's a lot of uh, influence. And you know, it just, as John 10 says, are we hearing the shepherd? Mm. What voice are we listening? You know, so then instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to, if I may use the word, to 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 shape us, to form us, and it says in Proverbs twenty verse twelve, God give us ears to hear mm-hmm. and eyes to see. Mm. So uh, is God created that for us to see His hands mm-hmm. at work mm-hmm. and to see Him coming on the Son of Man. Mm-hmm. And our ears is to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, so we are able to walk with Him. Mm-hmm. So I, I I look at it and I. Whatever it is, is happening in America, is happening all the world, and maybe in different magnitude and in different emphasis. I, w- I would say that, yeah. Hmm. Um, what is your interpretation of the parable of the ten bridesmaids, five foolish, five wise? What is your interpretation of that as it relates to the last days that we're in now? I'll look at those who think that they're good in simplicity. And those who know they're good, but God has the last say, and they make sure they have what they have to wait upon the coming of the Lord. I put it as simple as that. Okay, I want to. I do this with Doctor Mowry often. I want to paraphrase to make sure I understand, so mm-hmm. that we understand. You saying the ten all think they're good, but that no one is not ready because some are not ready and some are. If some are ready, they think I'm okay. So they just, believe they're okay. okay. Yeah, so there's always a level in the way the world, the society that we live in, whether it's, okay. it's on the environment of, I'm the point of reference. Yes. So not you. So I p- say the point of reference is him. That's why my off second phrase of word was that I'm ready, but it's up to him to conclude. Ooh, that's powerful. Yeah, ask him to conclude. So the problem is, is we are the point of reference, and that's where the we need to be what Emma says, bring down the palm line. Mm-hmm. To check ourselves, we align with the Word. Mm-hmm. Align with Him on a daily basis. Amen. So it's not what we feel, what we do. Well, I think I'm okay today, but who are you? Amen. The Amen. problem is forget we, who we are. So that's my simplicity of summarize the ten virgins. Oh, perfect. I like that analogy. Yeah. Um, have you been to Israel? Yeah, once. Yeah. Okay, all right. Let's talk about Israel just a little bit. Uh, Dr. Mori teaches that the uh, Abrahamic Accords, signed mm-hmm. September 15th, 2020, mm-hmm. started the period of tribulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you know, talking to Dr. Mori and being here, that he and I have had the uh, blessing to go out here, right or, uh, not far from where we live, finding the red heifers. And I believe this week that they're actually uh, sending some of them over to Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about that a little bit and what is your understanding on the red heifers as it relates to the timeline and the uh, Abrahamic Accords? Uh, I, wouldn't, I don't have much in terms of a personal uh, view of it, but I just see the red heifer when I met Dr. Robert and he told me about the whole thing. So whatever he said, so I take it as, uh, I would say, 
a new understanding to look at it and make sense. But uh, one that made me start thinking was he was sharing me a testimony that he had when he was driving in Israel and found that the temple being built and mm -hmm. there was a prototype. So that sort of, uh, I guess, triggered my mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, for Israel, I went to Israel because my wife uh, brought me there and the whole family. So I went there. It's uh, not, yeah, you know, Israel's okay, but I went there because I was more worried about my kids and my wife, safety <laughs> and certain things. So. And so did they go just as a vacation? Was no, this a no, pilgrimage no. or going to learn they about went, flag? Yeah, they went for a seminar, and I just okay. take, I just take along. Okay. I'm cautious a few things. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't get easily uh, blown into things. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, uh, um, a lot of people that that we hear talk about say, well. You know, that red heifer stuff, none of that's got to matter uh, because that's Old Testament stuff. They don't have to do that. Uh, we're New Testament church now. We we don't need to worry about the Old Testament or anything. But without the Old, you can't have the New. That's what I want you to, that's what I want to hear. Tell me your thought on that and what the Bible yeah, says. Whatever the Old has to be fulfilled, it has to be fulfilled. And whatever the, 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 the so-called Judaism has to fulfill, it has to be fulfilled. Amen. So... We can't say that, you know, the time is over. No, the time is there, mm -hmm. and it, it continues. So to me is that whatever it says to come to pass, it will come to pass, like even the red heifer, and then even the, where, where the, uh, the gathering of the people at the temple yes, sir. Uh, in the last days, and even the Muslims will live in it. So it has to come to pass. No mm -hmm. matter what you and I say, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. it, it will lead to there because the whole world is about, you know, Ishmael and Isaac. Mm -hmm. If you understand that, it settles. The rest of it comes pretty easy to understand. Yes. If you have, if you do not understand that, then you're going to have different views. Mm -hmm. So, the greatest uh, conflict is still there, mm -hmm. as we know. And so I look at it as uh, whatever is said in the Old Testament, it has to come to pass. It will come to pass. Mm -hmm. And whatever has been fulfilled in Christ, it has already been fulfilled, mm -hmm. and through Christ and through time. Okay. Um, Talk to me a little bit about the Daniel timeline of Daniel 12, 11, and 12. Uh, you know, Dr. I'm, I'm uh, as I said, I'm open. I don't have a conco uh, conclusion. Okay. okay. I just uh, listen with an open mind, open heart, and uh, whatever the dates are and all that, I'm, as I said, I'm open. Yeah. Okay. I, I have no conclusion as yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. But as you said, you believe that everyone needs to be prepared because it could yes. be... Today or seven all, years or oh, yes. whatever. Okay. Yes, right. because that's the that's what Jesus tells us mm. in the gospel. What Paul says. Amen. So even Paul's writing to Timothy, he said, "Be careful in this prayerless time," mm. and that prayerless time was to Timothy at that time. But we are going through it now. Mm. Amen. So who knows the the, the conclusion of that prayerless time? Only he does. Mm. So if we able to hold on, uh, as Paul says, we have to stand till we stand. Mm -hmm. It's a military word. Mm -hmm. You have a pulse, you're going to stand to withstand whatever is coming against until he comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So okay. that is my understanding. Yeah. All right. Um, back to Israel uh, again for a minute. Do you, uh, Romans eleven twenty six. 26, all Israel will be saved. Yeah. 
Tell me what you your understanding of that is. Yeah, they, they will give you, as I said, they will be safe. I mean, all those who are, because it's through them that we have the gospel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I look at it, um, the great harvest also will come from them. Mm -hmm. And it will also come from, from, uh, from uh, what I call, from other, other groups. And I believe that is uh, where we start, that's where we conclude. Yeah, that was be building mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if this is too touchy a subject, you say, you know, I don't want to talk about it. But mm -hmm. I want to know in America, mm -hmm. replacement theology is huge. Yeah. And by that, I, I know that there's maybe a couple of different yeah. definitions. I'm talking about in America, many people, many pastors, many denominations believe mm -hmm. that the Jews are no longer God's chosen people. That now it's the Gentiles. And they believe that, uh, that the, the, the Jews are over and done with. They had their chance at Jesus. Some of them even say they killed Jesus, blah, blah, blah. What is your take on that if that's not a too touchy a subject to talk about? Um, I wouldn't, uh, it's just a phrase. I guess. I guess the moment you put the word chosen one, so the, def, the, the word chosen one it would be defined. So you, have, you get caught in that. You could answer with what does chosen mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so I rather uh, use a bit neutral, so nobody. I would say that if it starts with the Israel, it will end with Israel. Okay. So I I would say that. Yeah. Okay. All right. But Good. I I believe that uh, it's, it will end in Israel with with all those who do not know Him and those who have known Him and I know have already known Him. So I believe God is a systematic God, and mm -hmm. what He starts, he, he ends systematically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. No uh, answers. I mean, that's just no. You know. <laughs> Perfect answer. There was no right or wrong answer there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matthew twenty-four mm -hmm. talks about wars and rumors of wars that yeah. are going on yeah. in the last days times. Yeah. I know that you understand what's going on over mm -hmm. in Ukraine and yeah. uh, with Russia and Ukraine and everything. Um, Dr. Mori prophesies, as, as some yep. others do, that there's going to be a uh, nuclear war, a World War III that is yep. going to kill a quarter of mankind, according to Revelation 6. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, do you have thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I believe that what he says is correct, because uh, all the escalating at the end of the day, uh, my thoughts is that... Um, we got to get rid of X amount of people. So, yeah. So now, wait a minute. You said we've got to get rid of X amount of people. Expand on that a little bit. Population is growing. So there are various ways of getting rid of people. Yeah, you're taking them off the chart, you know. So, yeah, the different ways they carve it out. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So population control, is that another deception yeah, of the enemy, trying to do population it's, control? It's one of the mechanisms. And the other thing that I see is that there is also a reorganization of, uh, I guess, old gods in the ancient days. Mm -hmm. They are coming back to the rightful, rightful place. Mm -hmm. And also there is uh, disagreement among parties, like Ephesians says, the, you know, we do not wrestle against blood. Yes, sir. Principalities of water, uh, of uh, uh, what are called uh, forces, uh, principality of. So, if you look at it, the organization charts in the 
world darkness, mm -hmm. there's always chaos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So likewise, there's always a fighting of power. So we're in the midst of restructuring, corporate restructuring. Yeah. Okay, all right. I use that word. And, uh, okay. it's, and then you'll call mergers and acquisition. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on a, a new world order, a one world government, religion, and uh, one world finance that's going to come out oh, yeah. of that it's, world? It's, it's on atomic. It's off. It's, uh, it's what I call taking off. Mm. Very fast in all angles. Mm. They've done their dry run. So, yeah, it's, it's in place. Okay. Yeah. Any, uh, any revelation or thoughts from the Spirit on uh, uh, our country as America, hmm. uh, on what might, what might occur with America during that time? Anything? I'm curious to know your thoughts as a, uh, somebody from Malaysia, as a Southeast Asian. What are your thoughts on what's going to happen? A lot of people say nothing's going to happen to America. America is still going to be around and still be the one world power, blah, blah, blah. What are your thoughts on that? I would say I, my life is uh, impacted a lot by, as a young believer, the first book I wrote was uh, Winky Prattney, Youth of Life, and then the second book I read was Set the Trumpet in Their Mouth, mm -hmm. David Wilkerson, mm -hmm. so, and Leonard Ravenhill. So those men influenced my theology and my mm -hmm. life, especially in holiness, so I would agree with <laughs> David Wilkerson. I agree with him also. Yeah, uh, so he is, I would say, yeah, impact on my life. Mm. Yeah, to today. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my answer is the same what he says in his book, Judgment of God Will Come. How do you think this nuclear war that is prophesied to kill a quarter man time, uh, what's it going to do to the uh, Southeast Asian countries, to Asia and those those countries over there. I guess de decentralization and and I think there's a shift of uh, focus and maybe there is a no orientation because you know America, Europe mm -hmm. since the dominant then you got China coming up so there's maybe confusion maybe you have to make a choice of a align yourself to who you want to have alliance to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, somebody would draw that line to make sure where you stand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. politically, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We've got about ten minutes left. Mm. Give me any thoughts that you want the people to hear as you're in the studio. This prophecy is called today in uh, biblical prophecy. Any final thoughts that you want to share with the people on? Uh, just anything that the Spirit would have you say? I would say that for all of us as believers, we really need to have an ear to hear. Mm. It's not a phrase, it's not terminology, it's not a buzzword, but we really need to hear what God is saying and what God wants us to see. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are being narrated into ministry, into church, into programs, into many things. We have that mindset, as Peter said in First Peter, that mindset that we have. We need to shake off our mindset and to be able to have a mindset that sees the coming of the Son of Man. That's why it says in Proverbs, God created ears to hear 
and that the Holy Spirit, in the Revelation, if anything you can pick up, is let those ear hear what the Spirit is saying. A lot of us, we're hearing what the Spirit is saying, or is it what the Spirit is saying to us? Mm -hmm. And then, or is it we are thinking He's saying that? Next one is, I would say that, who are our shepherd? Who is shepherding your life every day? Mm -hmm. Is it the Holy Spirit? Is it YouTube? Mm -hmm. So we need to go back to the closet and to know Him. And it's the key word in John 10 is that He is the doorkeeper. Yes. And then the chief shepherd. And He allows in and out. So I, I believe that we all need to go back and let us to be in that fall mm -hmm. that He is our chief shepherd. And lastly is we have to look, as it says in Peter, conduct ourselves daily in holiness. It's our lifestyle, what we say, what we do. Mm -hmm. And based all that is lumped into a platform we call relationship with God. And relationship with God is not just, oh, I prayed one hour in tongues or, mm -hmm. or it's you talking to God. I love God to integrate the problem with, with all of us. We live a life that is compartmentalized mm -hmm. or a need to know basis. But God want an integration and an in sync with Him so as we align to Him. So that would be, I would say, what God is saying to be sharing to our church, encouraging Him to hear so nobody can deceive you, to see His work, to see the signs, and know that the coming of the Son of Man. The coming of the Son of Man is going to come. Your eyes are going to witness this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It says everyone will witness it. Yes, yes. You will witness it with your eyes and your ears. Despite all the noise, are you hearing the still voice of God? Yes. I want to stop you there, and I'm going to, I know we said we're, we're going to close with this, but I yeah. want you to, so many people say to Dr. Murray and I, you talk about hearing from God, you talk about hearing from God, you mm. talk about hearing from God. I don't know how to hear from God. You've said that three or four times. You yeah. talk about you've got to be able to hear. Yeah. Obedience. How do you, how would you tell the people, how do you hear from God? For me, I, I hear from God a few things. One is, first and foremost, is through the scriptures, when I read, and then I obey to it. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, by coming over here, I felt I should come, and there were various, uh, what I call, uh, confirmation. And that confirmation does not reflect you, but the confirmation you know that even the other party testify this is divine. Amen. So then there is always the hearing of the voice of God is the first step of obedience. Yes, sir. As you obey, then that obedience and that voice of God comes in different forms. So sometimes I hear a voice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have an impression. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And yeah, that, that, that I would say that. Impression and time a voice. Like once upon a time, it's either a voice, scriptures, and the voice is like, you know, in your mind, and he says that, you know, and it's always a, you go back to the Bible, and it's always a references. Mm -hmm. Number two, it, it, it pertains you towards him, it's for him, it's not about you. Amen. Uh, and a lot of us, we, when you got a job opportunity that blesses you, it's easy for all, God blesses me. A lot of us talk about Abraham and Moses, the Moses faith, Abraham faith. But everybody, did anybody talk about his processes to be there? Mm. Abraham cost That's good. his life to give his own son. Moses, 40 years. Mm -hmm. Why don't we talk that? Mm. Why don't we talk that? Mm. We have faith. It, don't talk about faith. Talk about a process to get Amen. that faith. 
That's good, Pastor. It's not like it, it could come upon you yeah. just immediately, but it usually doesn't work that way. There's a process yeah. to get there. That's good. Because a lot good. of us, all we, be, we have that Moses upon us, you know. Maybe like Joshua. <laughs> have you gone through Joshua process? So what God is saying to us, these are men who walk with God. Hmm. And their life obeying God, they pay the price. Your life is unique from Moses, from Joshua. All of us are different. Dr. Worry many times says that we must abide in Him yeah. to be able, and I think that's part of the process you're talking about. Yes. You've got to put forth the effort to abide in Him. Yes. It doesn't come just by going to church on a Sunday and no. listening to what Pastor Ha or Pastor Worry no. says. Yep. It's, a, it's, a, it's a daily. You've got to yep. want to know Correct. Him and make Him known. Correct. Mm. Yep, indeed. Okay. All right, good. Hey, we just want to thank you for this... Uh, for thank watching you. in this time that, uh, that we've had uh, here with Pastor Ha from Malaysia. Pastor, thank you for, for thank your you. wisdom and your words and your yeah. honesty mm. about, uh, about everything going on. Mm. And uh, as always, if you want to know more about what's happening here at Good News World, you can go to this web link and you can just put in your email address and we'll email you everything that's going on here at our ministry, our radio station. Good News World is our ministry. WRNO Worldwide is our radio station. We reach over 1.3 billion people on shortwave radio. And we need you to help us. We need you to pray for our ministry. Pray for everything that's with Dr. Moy. Pray for Pastor Ha over in Malaysia. We know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he is running loose right now, running rampant. Pray for this pastor. Pray for his church. Pray for Dr. Mawiri and the church here. As always, if you want to give, we just ask that you pray and ask the Holy Spirit how you can give two different ways. You can go to this web link and click uh, on the donate button. You can put in your credit card information and give as the Holy Spirit tells you to give. God loves a cheerful giver. Our site is secure. You can put in that credit card information. We don't save it or anything. The second way you can give is with the check, cashier's check, money order, a business check, anything. Make those out to Good News World, and you can mail those to the P.O. box that you see there at the bottom of your screen. Pastor, again, thank you, thank you for thank being you with much. us. And if you don't mind, I know as a pastor, mm. you must know the priestly blessing. Can you put the priestly blessing on the people yes, for us as we close? Father, we just thank you for this time. We pray, and whatever being said to Father, you confirm it to each one of them that receive it. Mm. We pray even as we unfold, as, we, as even as we read your word on a daily basis, let your word come alive. Yes, Because Lord. you're a life. Yes, Lord. We pray for cleanings in our ears, to our ears we hear your voice. Yes, Father. Let our mouth praise you. Let our mouth declare you. Let, let our mouth rejoice in you, mm. Father. And Lord, we just pray that every step that we make will be a firm stand. Thank you, Father. Every step that we make, you'll yes, be a progressive Lord. and a way forward. Yes, Father. Father, we thank you for everyone. Mm. Whoever's listening, you bless them. Yes, Whatever Lord. issue they have in thank their lives, Father. Father, know there is a living hope. There is mm. a blessed hope. And Lord, their mouth will verbalize and call upon your name. <laughs> and Lord, you will hear their cry. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, you will be a shepherd to them in these days. And I pray, Lord, they will grow near to you. Thank they will Father. grow near. Mm. Let their heart reside after you, Father. Thank you, Lord. That they will not go astray. Mm. And Lord, let your word be a sure word. Thank that your you. word is a living word to them. Yes, let your word come alive in their lives, oh mm -hmm. Father. And whatever need they have, that indeed you say, you are the provider of our daily needs. Thank you, Lord. We just ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. amen.